You're listening to the KB Podcast Network. <laughs> Welcome to McIntyre's Next Level Podcast, a place for entrepreneurs, leaders, and dreamers to awaken and be activated to their full potential. Are you ready to get out of the boat and experience your next level? Here's your host, Michael McIntyre. Welcome, everybody. This is Michael McIntyre, your humble host here at the Next Level Podcast. And baby, are we going next level today? In the studio, I am. I have got a huge celebrity, gospel singer, songwriter, Grammy Award winner, and uh, all around uh, amazing woman of God. And that's Victory Boyd. Victory, we're so glad you're here. Good morning. Glad to be here. Good morning, Michael. You look fantastic. And so uh, I know I interviewed you a while back and uh, mm-hmm. it was great. And our audience have grown has grown since then because of you, which is really cool. Yeah, that's right. You get some credit, baby. Uh, <laughs> and so, uh, you know, you came in, you did Next Level Experience a while ago, and then you came in Leadership 300, which was really cool. And it was such a really precious time. And since then, you and not just because of that, but you've been on a rocket ship lately. I mean, you really have. Uh, and for those of you who don't know, uh, which is very few because our tribe follows you, uh, Victory Boyd is a 29 year old soulful singer, songwriter, performer, originally from Detroit, Michigan, which is in my neck of the woods, baby. I mean, I love how mm-hmm. God works. <laughs> uh, and she was signed personally by Jay Z along with her family in 2016. 2018, Victory released her debut album, The Broken Instrument. She established a reputation in elite circles, influencing having performed private uh, concerts for uh, Howard Schultz, uh, Starbucks CEO, George Lucas and Terry and Tyler Perry. Kanye West recognized her prolific writings on her album, The Broken Instrument, and asked Victory to help him create the gospel album. Her work on Jesus is King and led Victory to a, becoming a Grammy award-winning songwriter. And after working on Jesus is King, she felt compelled to create her very own gospel album, Glory Hour, released in spring of 2023, and she's slated to tour in uh, select markets this fall and winter season as supporting act for Lauren Daigle. So you're on fire. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, sir. That's awesome. So what's happening, sister? Yeah, you know, Michael, as you're reading my uh, bio and all the amazing things, you know, I used to um, see myself through the lens of how much I've done or how much I've accomplished. And I remember when we were, um, when we sat down a year ago, when we had our first podcast conversation, um, I remember the Lord was taking me through this process of becoming free from this, um, this, this, I'm going to call it bondage, this Mm. this bondage of identifying yourself according to how much you've done or how much you haven't done. And um, because then the success is is determined on on performance, you. Yeah. Yeah, On your performance. Yeah. And and it was it was like November of last year when when I got free from this mindset of you know, my value is contingent upon my works. Oh, good. And, and, and the, and the Lord 
put me right. It gave me a new mindset, whereas my value is contingent upon his works. <laughs> you know, <laughs> because when you think when you think of how infinitely great his works are mm. and um like there's no chance for failure because you're already starting from a place of being seated above all of the rest of the world. Amen. You know, like that's the privilege of being able to be in, in co- covenant relationship with God yep. and, and be adopted as his child. And so I'm just so thankful because the Lord had to take me back, 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 setback after setback. I remember last year this time when we when we spoke, I was just my butt was getting kicked like I was loss after loss, setback after setback. And I was just doing my very best to hold on to this album, Glory Hour, and get it across the finish line. And um, and but it took all it took all of me. I remember I remember the week I finished the album. I had expended every resource um every um i was you know it was just costly to finish mm, right and 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 we just we finished but it was like okay immediately after we finished i needed to like rebound and find some other you know business idea to kind of like help me recover and you know just be able to even survive. And, and, and I started to realize, you know, the Lord, he, um, he took me to this place of, of trusting him and, and getting off of the survival mentality and, mm-hmm. and transitioning into a, a, like a sonship, like an inheritance kind of like use your inheritance mentality, as opposed to if I don't earn it, I won't survive. If I don't, if, if I'm not, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so, yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, yeah. So you, all right. I, w- I want you to finish your thought because it's really, it's really important. And I think there's our listeners and our viewers want to hear this because uh, we do worship a God of suddenlies. Yeah. So fin- finish your thought, Victor, because mm-hmm. I think it's really important. Yeah. Well, I guess I'm saying all this to say that that transition had to take place so that I could be where I am now a year later. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. that I'm not, I'm not carrying this strain of, you know, it's all up to me to mm-hmm. make myself be successful or not be, uh, not be a loser or not be, you know what I mean? Like whatever it is. You'll not, never be a loser you know, sister, but I get it. <laughs> no, but I mean, there's, it all has to add up like you could take all of these chances and all of these risks and then, and then you don't get to that point of return. Mm -hmm. I I, I call call it the point of return. Like Mm -hmm. you could have um, let's say a thousand bucks and, and, and you have this business idea, but the business idea is going to require 10,000 before you get a return. Right. And so you can put your, Every all you have is a thousand. You put it on the line, and you don't get to the point of return. So now you lose your thousand, and you don't get a return. Yeah. So it's like that. That's what I mean by gotcha. loser. I got it's it. like sitting in that space where it's like I spent everything, and if I don't get to this point where I release mm-hmm. this album and I see a return and I see like all of that, it's like 
that the last year has been in that gap. Right. Now I'm finally, okay, we're seeing a return. Come on, Jesus. Well, I love that. And I get that totally. And for entrepreneurs out there, we all get it. And you know what, here's, the, here's <laughs> what I love that you're, you're showing up. So interesting victory. Cause you know, not only are you a massively gifted singer, you know, and you've got such a unique, beautiful sound, uh, but you're an amazing songwriter and you're an entrepreneur in this process, you know, and I, I, and you do come up with stuff. I mean, you moved from New York to Fort Worth, right. And, you know, (laughs) you took a chance on that, right. Cause you had a lot of connections Mm -hmm. in New York. I I take it. Yeah. And uh, Mm -hmm. so you up and moved to Fort Worth, which, you know, is not New York. By, by, <laughs> by any stretch of the imagination and uh but you've formed a new community here too which is really cool um but and you still got your community in new york as well and in la mm-hmm. and, and other places but what i love that you did is you took a risk right you stepped into the gap and you know uh and everybody's gap is relative it is i mean mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. uh yes you're single okay fine, but still it's a big deal for you. It's a big deal that you stepped into that gap and say, okay, I'm going to invest in this album. I'm going to do this. And, you know, rock nation's going to do whatever they do and, and all that sort of thing, which that happened. And I, you know, I remember, you know, I remember you recording that album, you know, you and Blake, mm-hmm. and, and I think you came to straight lane studios a few times and recorded yep. it mm-hmm. here. You know, I, I know one of these days, you know, it, it might not be like Abbey road, but I think we're going to be on the cover of something somewhere. <laughs> the straight lane yeah. studios, man. Cause I mean, like, uh-huh. you know, we've had Abby Lewis in here. We've had you victory Boyd. We've had uh, Alyssa Smith. We've had all kinds of uh, really famous and gifted artists come through here. I think, it, I think the room's anointed by the, I think the Holy spirit hangs out up there most days. So, uh, yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, I love the way you did that and what a difference a year makes sister. Come on. One year, just hanging in there. I got to keep it moving. Amen. Amen. All right. So, uh, so you got this album released. I know you and Blake worked on this a long time and, uh, mm-hmm. I saw the videos. I mean, that in itself, who shot that video? Which one? It was the one underneath the bridge. Yeah. No, the one underneath the bridge. Is it underneath a Vidoc or a bridge? Uh, You guys are dancing and. uh, Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Maybe that one's not Uh out. Okay. I might have saw that. No, yeah. No, it is. (laughs) No, that's out. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, That was filmed and directed by the uh, Mendoza's. It's a husband and wife um, production team out of Fort Worth. And how long did it take you to shoot that? Honestly, we shot it in a day and we planned it in a week. It was very fast and a lot of, it put the team under a lot of pressure, but we got it done. (laughs) Well, the choreography is amazing. And I mean, you can dance. I mean, you guys are, (laughs) I thought it was, you know. I, I got together with these Holy Spirit Phil dance <laughs> dance team dancers and they they really got me in shape. They're like, no, you gotta have the passion of the Holy Ghost. And <laughs> and uh yeah, Zion Dance Company. That's what it's called. Yeah, they're amazing. And I know there's a lot of them around mm-hmm. and they show up big. And anyways, it was really incredible. I remember Blake and Brittany showing it to Stacey and I and I thought, man, this thing is so cool. And I I just, I think I like it because, you know, the music's awesome. The words are great, but then the visuals are like, it just puts it to the next level. You know, it really does. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. uh, all right. So, 
tell me what's going on now. I mean, uh, where are you at? Are you are you in New York or in Dallas? Where are you at? I'm in New York at the moment. I still live in Dallas, DFW area. Yeah. Um, but I'm I'm in New York. Um, uh, just gearing up for um for this Lauren Daigle tour. I'm gearing up to record a live album of Glory Hour, uh, which we're actually going to record in Dallas as well as Atlanta, and um and and so we're really gearing up for that. And you know, I just did an event a couple nights ago in Brooklyn. Yes. Um, yes. This, <laughs> yeah. Yes, no, yeah. This was an amazing. Yes. You you want to you want to yeah I want to tee that up because I did I just saw that this morning on my feed and I posted it and uh, yeah you're in Brooklyn I think at a library at the public library or at some beautiful library there in New York and uh, Jay Z's there. And so uh, you you talk about you've been signed with Jay-Z for seven years now, Rock Nation, and this is your first time of singing this kind of gospel or this kind of Jesus music in front of the group, in front of the crowd. Yeah. So uh, which Mm -hmm. I love that. So I want to it was beautiful. And if y'all haven't looked at it, go to Victory's uh, Instagram uh, page and uh, and check it. It's beautiful. Uh, Whoever. Whoever's doing your stuff on Instagram is great, but why don't you tee that up and what how that went down? Because first of all, you look great. It, it looked like a really cool event, and so yeah, what happened? Yeah, yeah. Well, um, I got the call from the Brooklyn Public Library saying that they're going to uh, they're putting on this gala to honor Jay Z, and um, you know, and they were saying that Rock Nation recommended that I be the artist that provides the entertainment for that evening. And so, and so I, you know, I knew it was a prestigious invitation, but I didn't know the extent to it really until I, until I got there. Um, And, you know, we, my team and I, we prepared to, um, we prepared to make a very big mark for the kingdom in this space. And so we invested a lot. I pulled out a special song that's unreleased, um, a song that I feel perfectly articulates the kind of love. Well, you can never perfectly articulate the love of Christ, but it was my best effort in crafting this picture of the kind of crazy love that Jesus has for us. And um and 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 the 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 pre-chorus of this song it says, "Don't you ignore, open the door, let me in. I'll be like a force of wind in you. Come your on. spirit is poor. I see you're searching for more. Let me in. I'll be like a fire burning inside you. Like it's literally an altar call. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I love it. You know, and so I I knew I was in over my head in 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 like this is I was thinking the whole time like okay when will someone stop me when will someone catch me and then and then stop me um, but because you're in front of a secu- just, you're in front of a secular group basically yes listen we had Chuck Schumer on the front row we had. Jeff, uh, Hakeem Jeffries, mm-hmm. we had 
Um, we had, you know, I'm talking Congress, the top congressman of the United States. We had the mayor of New York right there in the front row. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, just developers of the city. It the who, was the who's who of New York. Mm-hmm. But also of America, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, you know, and so. All right. And, and Jay-Z, of course, is there. Yes. Oh, yeah, of course. He's sitting yeah. on the front row. And, and so this is your first time to sing about Jesus in this yeah. kind of atmosphere with this kind of group. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've I've done. I don't get me wrong. The first song I ever sang for Jay was a, uh, a song I wrote called Weatherman, which right. mm-hmm. it's a fictional story where you, you know, it's a, it's 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 a fictional story. You know, this this song is full on i bled and died for you come on you know i i overcame for you i you know i love you i love you i love you don't ignore my love don't ignore my love that's this that's this song and so and so yeah we we did it you know what i mean and um but here's the thing i I, yeah sure i got paid for this event but my goal was not to necessarily get paid in dollars but to reinvest that, to to have the maximum impact, like like that portion of of performance that we had was probably the most investment that was put in any part of the program. Um, Because, I mean, you know, everything else was speaking or here's the award or, you know what I mean? But in terms of the, the hours that went into crafting the song and then the days that went into the track and then the the designer that built the outfit and then the stylist that put the look together and the hair and the, like you can't we we couldn't come in there with this risky message mm-hmm. of Jesus in a place that is actually quite frankly um there's a spirit of antichrist and um humanism like like we are god kind of spirit absolutely um and so you you have to come in a in a also in a way that projects power yep like not not weakness like like they have to see you and and also have a little fear yeah it's (laughs) called just a little yeah just a little (laughs) I totally get it. I I I call it, you know, Godfidence, right? And coming mm-hmm. in there with that Godfidence, yeah, and knowing that you, yeah. and that He's got you, and you're gonna step out of the boat. And all right, so because my mind's going like a hundred miles in different directions, because it's so cool, <laughs> and you know, and I love that you did that. And I saw the your post on there, and it was was great. Um, and I think you know, here's what I what I believe, and you know, I've been out there in the secular world too. And I, and I've, but I think you planted like a whole vineyard there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, yeah. No, that's literally it. Um, even though it was only, I don't want to say it was only just one moment um, because only God knows the impact of how far, you know, he'll do the rest. He'll take it wherever he needs every seat to go. 100%. But um, 
but also I, I see that it's, it's every year it's going to increase the amount of access. You know, um, it's it's like a new territory, and mm-hmm. and um, it's like the children of Israel when uh, when they were um, going into the promised land. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Lord gave them little by little, you That's know, right. to the extent that they were they had capacity to steward and to claim. And so He was driving out, you know, the Girgashites and the Amorites and the Perizzites, all like, all these different ites, all the ites to bring in the Israelites. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to right. bring in the Israelites. Right. That's right. You know, and so, but he did it little by little. Um, yeah. Because if they, if they, if he just did it all at once, then it wouldn't be in place to be able to occupy everything. Hundred percent. So, yeah, and so yeah. I just, I just believe that that the Lord, there's, there's, there's so much more, but this is just, we're like Jericho. We're like marching around and the two spies that got inside and, <laughs> you know. Yeah, no, I I get it. And, it, and I think you planting these seeds is going to really bear a lot of fruit and you never know from where, you know, I, I mean, you know, like when we do next level or if I go give it, you know, if I preach somewhere, if I'd say, you know, coach somebody, I never know what the impact's going to be immediately. It always shows up later, right? I mean, just like that time I was on, right, Fran- right. I was on Clubhouse with Francina, and, and you were jo- out jogging, and you said, "Look, there's crackers on here. What's he? What's he doing on here? You know?" And you didn't know who I was, and you didn't know that I was related to Blake. And all of a sudden, God just brought us together, you know. And we never know. I didn't know that right. seed planted that day on Clubhouse. I had no idea exactly but he did but he knew exactly and and that's the beautiful and so what you did and you know and you're planting a lot of seeds listen you were on the today show and by the way yeah you look great on camera and (laughs) how was it on the today show oh the today show was also historic you know um i remember finishing um right after we finished because it happened so fast you know we had three minutes 30 seconds you know, we, 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 of course, prepared all night and the day before just for it's three minutes, 30 seconds. It's got to be very powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, but when we finished, right after we finished, Al Roker was like, no, I don't I don't remember the last time we had a Christian artist on here. Wow. Um, and then he's like, you know what? I think I think the only one we've ever had was Lauren Daigle. And 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 so. I started tearing up after that because how am I out of all the Christian, there's a lot of Christian artists that are much more famous than I am. Um, and I'm one of two that ever has been on the today show. Like it's God's grace. You know, it's, it's not even like, Oh, just get a PR team and a marketing strategy. No, no, because, because that's not how it happened. That's right. You know, that's 100%. It's so true, Victory. And let me just tell you this, okay? You know, you know, God's, you know, God's going to put you on this platform that's really you're already climbing the platform. I mean, you're there, you're getting there, and it's going to be awesome. And I get to say I know her. <laughs> of course <laughs> She's you do, Michael. My house, singing in my house. Uh so uh, let, let's. I want to talk about Lauren Daigle, and because I know you're going on this tour, you're going to be going with her, which is really, really cool. And you're also going to be coming to our Echoes of Creation 
And, yes. And uh, by the grace of God, you're touring in Fort Worth, the Dallas-Fort Worth area that week, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. So you get to be at Echoes of Creation on December 1st, uh, which we're so excited about. Um, yeah. So uh, how did that come about? And this is really cool. When When does the tour start? Yeah, so the tour starts November 11th in LA at the uh, Crypto Arena, and um, and then we're going to go pretty much th- through the end of the year. I think it ends December 9th um, in uh, North Carolina. Wow. And so, yeah, yeah. So, um, but we're actually going to do another tour next year um, together mm-hmm. um, as well. So we're just... Yeah. Um, you know, and I, I met Lauren actually in Central Park um, maybe about seven, eight years ago. And um, yeah, she was she was in our audience when I was singing with my brothers and sisters back then. And um, and so we kind of fostered that relationship ever since then. Wow. And then, yeah, she what she heard Glory Hour when it came out and was really moved. And so um, she's like, I have to have Glory Hour a part of this uh, this kaleidoscope tour. So she just released an album, and um, and so yeah, she's uh, just looking out for me, wanting to, you know, share the um, the uh, opportunity with me as well. Beautiful, that's awesome. Well, I'm so excited about it, and I think it's really great. You guys are gonna accent each other beautifully, and uh, yeah. I just love the way the kingdom operates. And you know what's really funny about this whole thing? You know, I've never been a music guy. Okay. Never mm. have been. And here, you know, I was over at Upper Room. I started the record label over there. Uh, you know, been working with all you artists for whatever reason. Now I got, you know, Echoes <laughs> of Creation. I got Mike Manny coming in. I got all these, you know, people coming in. I got Alyssa Smith that's going to uh, perform. And it's like, Okay, God, you know, my brother, my son in loves, you know, another Grammy award winning, you know, person and you're in our life. It's like, okay, I guess somebody said, McIntyre, you're going to be an A&R guy, which I don't even know what that means. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But but whatever, you know, I'm up for whatever. And it's kind of like going into this, you know, the acceleration, you know, we're, I was talking to um, the people over at OWN uh, the other day, you know, and, uh, the network. And it's like, I'm totally out of my comfort zone on this. Cause I don't know any of this stuff. Right. And so, uh, I think I, I, I think I, I think I stepped in it, but that's okay. I'm learning. And I'm sure, you know, in, in the, in the music business, I mean, you've been, you brought up in this since you were little, right. I mean, you're, mm-hmm. you're your dad was always in this with you guys and you guys had this big family and, and singing all the time. So it's just, it's like, it's like, it's like a fish doesn't know he's swimming in water, right? You're, you're just like walking, you're in this place and it's real natural for you. Do you ever feel like you're out of your own element and you're stepping into somewhere else that you're not familiar with, or you, you get that little butterfly or do you get butterflies every time you go on stage? How does it show up for you, Victory? Well, um, it's only when I'm doing something that I've, that is that is unfamiliar. Yeah. You know, and so right. so for example, I I don't sing gospel music in front of you know powerful New York City, you know, 
you know, Congress government right. officials <laughs> every day. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's so that was an unfamiliar space. I'm not I'm not sure it, it, it what, what it does is it makes me have to trust God um, because I can't just trust uh, my experience. You know, yeah. I, and so I have to it's almost like I'm walking blind um, because I don't know what to expect. Honestly, before we went out, I was rehearsing in my mind. That this could be it. Like you could trigger the wrong person and then <laughs> and then and then they have enough, you know, authority to like, Cancel. I don't know. Right. Some, Cancel. Some crazy, exactly. Yeah. yeah and, and I think I think here's my theory. OK. And mm-hmm. as you know, from NLA, I'm not a theologian. Do or nor do I <laughs> pretend to be one. But I do know I do know God says that we have dominion over the enemy. I do know that. Mm, and yeah. I think sometimes the bigger, because I know like always a week before NLA or a week for something big, spiritual warfare goes on, right? And yeah. you stepping into that space of unfamiliar audience, okay? I love that because you got to feel that that freshness, that unknowing, but also you trusted in him. And that's what our father wants us to do. You know, you got, you know, the enemy told you some lies, right? And as he does, the enemy's a liar. And so is his mother-in-law, right? And so, you know, <laughs> so we step in, but sometimes that voice is big, but that's why we have to remember who our father is. Yeah. And, yeah, and, and that's, it's kind of like, you know, when we were little, you know, our dads would be at a swimming would be at a swimming pool and they'd say, jump in, jump in. And we had a floaties on and we were still scared. But when we finally did, it was fun. And so I'm sure after this performance at the Brooklyn Library, it was like, whew, that was good and fun. You know, <laughs> uh, did you go celebrate afterwards? Oh, I mean, if celebrate means just like <laughs> laugh it up in the car on the way home then sure <laughs> yes that's what i mean and yeah. ordering room service at the hotel that's what that means you know right right, right. Um, that kind of stuff <laughs> well i'm so proud of you and i just saw that and i know we had this interview set up for a week or two and uh but what i did i just i i looked at it this morning i thought oh my gosh that's so huge and what i love about you you're so modest victory you're so modest <laughs> you're so humble and I know, you know, and like Jesus says, you know, he who exalts himself shall be humbled and he who humbles himself shall be exalted and you're being exalted. And I just want to mm-hmm. say uh, on behalf of Stacy and I and our family and Blake and Brittany and our, our, the whole McIntyre clan, we're so proud of you. And uh, wow. we're, we're just happy that you're in our tribe and that we know you <laughs> and, oh. the, and the impact that you make on so many people is just, it's remarkable. The ripple effect's beautiful. And so we're, we're proud of glory hour. We're proud of you stepping out there. And, you know, I remember when you came to the next level experience, you know, you humbled yourself into that. You really did. And, you know, we've had other celebrities in there and some, you know, but you came in and humbled yourself in a way that was really special. And mm-hmm. you know, we got to fall in love with you and it was really cool. So thank you for that. So, oh. 
Thank you for your ministry. It's so powerful. It's, yeah, it's, it's it, 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 it it takes a couple pounds of flesh every time <laughs> we, get, <laughs> we by the glory of God, we get, re, you know, it takes us three days to come out of that holy coma afterwards. But it also took <laughs> three days for him to rise from the dead. So I think it's at Rapapoe. So. All right. So tell me what's going on. So you've got I know you got the Lauren Daigle deal coming up. You got your album out. What's happening? What's happening in the immediate future for Victory Boyd? Well, right now, my focus is all on this live album recording that we've got going on this month. Um, and, you know, I I um, my favorite album of all time is Aretha Franklin's Amazing Grace album. And um, I would listen to that multiple times a day, every day during a certain period of, of my childhood growing up. And the reason was because it was an authentic ex- expression of the grace of God, mm. um, of the power of God, of the word of God. Come on. She would break down. She would just be playing the piano and then just start reciting scriptures mm. and everything was captured on tape. Like it was just a flow and and Mick Jagger is on the front row. You know what I mean? Okay. Like you got Clive Davis sitting there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it was like this authentic expression. So Aretha Franklin, what, what she did with that album is she defined the gospel as a part of her identity as a black woman. Mm-hmm. She had to fight for that. She did. So because okay. because yeah. because they're like, oh, it's religious. Are you sure? Nobody wants to hear mm-hmm. religious music. Mm-hmm. No, she's like, well, then they don't want to hear me because this right. is who I am. That's right. It's it's not a oh, that's my religion that I put on and off. No, mm-hmm. this is me. And so you either want me or you don't. Amen. But if you want me, you're going to get all of me, which includes Jesus. That's right. And, and she's from Detroit, too, isn't she? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. So um, Whitney Houston already, also had that same conversation with her audience. Mm-hmm. You either get me and Jesus or you get nothing like. And so I just I it it's a cultural art form, you know, even just recently when I was at the Brooklyn Public Library and they were honoring Jay-Z, so many people would come up and talk about censorship and how this art form of hip hop used to be the most censored music ever. Mm. Now I think that censorship is on Christians and, Mm. and we're the the hip hop is full, full on in the room. When you look at the Grammys or the BET Mm -hmm. awards, whatever, whatever it's, Mm -hmm. it's definitely hip hop centric, but where is your or your Christian representatives in the room? Christians right. are not televised like that. Yeah, like you have the devil words, which is like, you know, when nobody wants yeah, right. But I mean, it's like sure you could have hip hop awards, you have, mm. but that's not being in the room. Being in the room is I am a valid expression of art, just like rock and roll. Just 100%. like and sure, there's the grab, there's the gospel and the Christian Grammy, mm-hmm. but those are not televised. It's true. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, no, the censorship's what, real. Yeah. Yeah. And so mm. this, 
it has to be not just as religion. It has to be as art. You know what I mean? And so that's when you transcend the religion boxes. You know, that's what Aretha Franklin did and Whitney Houston. They have the highest selling gospel right. albums of all time. That's right. Because they did it as an art form in they addition did. to it being their their authentic faith and relationship with Jesus. And that. so and so yeah, I I'm really wanting this to be two things. One a a a moment when the glory of God powerfully rests on um this this concert, this audience and this recording and you can tangibly feel it and hear mm -hmm. it in the recording. Um, and then two, I want it to be a um, creative masterpiece. It creative will, masterpiece. It's going to be yeah. awesome. When when are you doing yeah. this? And you're doing this in Dallas or Fort Worth? Yeah, yeah, Dallas, North Dallas, uh, Louisville, actually, at a church called Relevant Life Church. Yeah. And um, on October 20th. And uh, yep. And We're then, in. And then, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then um and then we're doing a, a take two in in uh Atlanta, Georgia at Grace Midtown Church on um November fourth. It's beautiful. Well, you're a trailblazer and I love, love, love how you did Brooklyn, New York Library in front of everybody and proclaimed your faith and honored Jesus. And it just touches my heart that you're such a powerful influencer in his kingdom. And let me just tell you this, sister, it's not going to, it doesn't go unnoticed. And not only mm. here in the natural, but in the supernatural and where you're stepping, mm. uh, sometimes angels fear to tread and you're brave and you're bold. And uh, I know that our audience uh, and our listeners love you. And uh, for those that are listening for the first time, share this to other people. Uh, Victory Boyd is, you know, she is going to be a, a trailblazer and she already is a trailblazer, but she's going to be a famous trailblazer, not just here in the United States, but worldwide. And she's got influence uh, like so many that, that don't, that's not afraid to put her platform on the line. And God will reward you in that, sister. So I'm proud of you. Amen. Thank you, Michael. Yeah, absolutely. So all right, I'm going to ask you just one quick question here. And uh, any scripture you're sitting on right now, and for whatever reason, can you share with us if you are? You know, I was reading this morning um, the book of Esther. Mm -hmm. And Esther chapter 5, actually, I want to quickly pull it up. Because yes, it was please. really, really ministering to me. Um, and yeah, let's see. You know, it's funny. I, I've got somebody that I'm coaching right now that they went to saw at Mercy Culture out in Fort Worth, I think it is, uh, Lou Ingalls uh -huh. last week. They had a conference and they were yeah. talking about Esther. They were talking about Esther mm. and how the, how the women back in those days, it would take a year to beautify the women before they present them to the king. And I just thought yeah. that was really cool. And uh, anyway, she got wrecked by the Holy Spirit. And of course, Lou Engel, <laughs> you know, but, <laughs> but yeah, she talked about Esther. Go ahead and read, read your uh, read Esther. OK, it says now it came to pass on the third day 
that Esther put on her royal apparel and stood in the inner court of the king's house, over the king's house, and the king sat upon his royal throne in the royal house, over against the gate of the house. And it was so when the king saw Esther, the queen, standing in the court, that she obtained favor in his sight. And the king held out his scepter, the golden scepter, to Esther. Mm. Right? So Esther drew near and touched the top of the scepter. Right? And so the story goes on. But I think the big point that I was seeing in this is that here you have a woman of God who represents God's people and she put on her royal apparel and went in to the Babylonian king and God gave her favor with him and she interceded for God's kingdom before this king and she had to look the part play the part and you know she had to sit in that in in the royal space of this carnal kingdom. Yeah. But she did it for the cause of a greater kingdom. Come and on. So that's what the Lord was really um, encouraging my heart this morning with. That I'm right right on track. That I'm right in place and just just stay focused on um, the kingdom that I represent, and all will be well. Yeah, I'm feeling the spirit on that. I love that. And don't we all need to know that, you know, because so many, you know, so many of us out there, especially entrepreneurs, you know, we want to win, we want to make money, we want to return our investment, right? Naturally so. Uh, And sometimes we get, you know, pushed around or we allow, like you said, you know, censorship or we allow, uh, you know, the cancel culture or we allow somebody else that we don't want to offend them. Well, Jesus was offensive. Yeah. <laughs> huh? Newsflash, <laughs> you know, and uh, he really was. And uh, and aren't we blessed to live in a country and a day and age where, okay, if we do go out there and talk about Jesus, yeah, so it's going to offend some people. But a lot of people are going to be respectful of that too. And I think you saw that there at the Brooklyn Library uh, and they honored you in that place. And I just I just think it's really cool. You stepped out of the boat and trusted in your father, and uh, you showed up big. So it doesn't surprise me at all. It really doesn't. So thank you for that. So, yeah, so listeners, uh, viewers of the Next Level podcast, this is the next level. This is, this is Victory Boyd, Glory Hour. Check out her album. Download it. Listen to it. She's got a bunch of stuff on Spotify. And uh, yeah, we'll be praying for you, Victory. And I can't wait to see you. I can't wait to see you. And uh, I'll, I'll see you in October. But then we want to see you also uh, in December here in Dallas at uh, the Echoes of Creation. And we've got and we, you're going to be a keynote speaker for us. Yes, sir. I'm, I'm ready for you. Yeah, I know you learn are. We're going to all sister. about this songwriting. I know you are. I know you are. Well, thank you so much for joining us this morning, Victory. Have a great time in New York. God bless you. And uh, yeah, Jesus is King. Yes, sir. All right. You take care, Michael. All right, baby. Thank you for listening to the Next Level Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and share. 
for more resources to help you maintain your next level life. Join our community at themichaelmcintyre.com.